0: flushcarecom slash loss.
2: Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Digital Spy Soap Scoop. Each week, we speak to some of our favourite people from the world of soaps before digging into the biggest spoilers from Coronation Street, Hollyoaks, Emmerdale, and EastEnders for the week ahead. I'm your host, Ali, and I'm joined as always by Sophie.
3: Hiya. How
2: are you doing this week, Sophie?
3: Yeah, good. Thank you. I know I say it every week, but I can't believe we are on episode <laughs> five now. I know. It's, it's going smart, so it? fast. Yeah. Is, yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm really glad, um, obviously, your the, the episode before the one that you're listening to now was our interview with Alan Fletcher, um, which people seem to have really enjoyed. Um, so I'm really glad to see that, that kind of, um, that people enjoyed uh, our conversation with him.
3: Yeah, from, um, everyone loves a bit of. Dr. Carl, don't they? I
2: know, honestly. Um, And so, yeah, this week's interview, um, we're staying in the kind of Doctor theme. Um, This week we spoke to uh, Charles Venn, or Chuck, um, from Casualty. Um, and he was a joy as always, although I wasn't present. But Sophie, you kind of had a natter to him, didn't
3: you? Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot you had an internet yes. malfunctioning yeah, really crisis. Before. Yeah, it feels like it's so long ago now. But yeah, there is a <laughs> doctor theme going on, isn't there? So yes, <laughs> Charles obviously plays Jacob in Casualty. They are now back filming, which is really mm. exciting. So we had a a good old natter about that and. We even covered a 35th anniversary wow. and his time in Strictly. So, yeah, it was great.
2: Good, yeah. I mean, it seems like, um, and we'll, I mean, next week, obviously, we've got the 25th anniversary of Holyoaks. And then at the beginning of this year, we had um, EastEnders' big anniversary. So, it seems like the kind of, we seem to be hitting a few of these big milestones for some of our favourite shows. So that's always exciting.
3: Yeah, there's a Cory anniversary as well coming up oh, in yeah, December. Of yeah, it's the time of anniversaries.
2: <laughs> okay, well, with that in mind, I will hand you over to Sophie and Charles. Enjoy.
3: Hi, Charles. How are you? Hello,
1: Sophie. I'm very well. How are you doing? You all right?
3: Yeah, yeah good, thank you. Thank you very so much good. for joining us on the oh, show. Well, thank you for inviting
1: me. Thank you for inviting me. Good times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so what has it been like going back to filming after all these
4: months
1: wow wow what's it been like it's been um challenging uh revealing testing um um exciting to a degree because obviously i knew there was going to be definitely some uh interesting obstacles we kind of had to get get over so uh yeah it's definitely been all of that i think it's all just all sort of encapsulated in those words man those feelings strange but yeah we're here we're here we're here
3: is it good to see everyone again? It must be so nice.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's great, honestly, you know. Um, I became almost somewhat used to seeing uh, my, my my colleagues, my friends on uh, on Zoom, you know, yeah. digitally. So uh, to actually finally see them in the flesh, albeit we couldn't actually hug and, you know what I mean, and, and you really greet each other uh, intimately in that sense. Um, it's been great, man. It's been great, honestly. Five and a half months out, is, it's just surreal. Really it's
3: a long surreal. time. It's so yeah, weird seeing time. everyone on Zoom. I can't imagine. What it's going to be like when you suddenly see everyone again? Oh, man, in, in it's, it's
1: it's strange. I can safely tell you honestly, self, you don't know what to do with <laughs> yourself, like a little poodle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Especially if you can't hug. You're like, hi. That's maybe. what I'm
1: saying, you know? You've kind of been away having to unlearn what you've learned for your last, you know, in my case, 40-something odd years or oh, maybe 30. But, you know, it's just like, it's so strange to suddenly now, yeah, just not be able to do these things that come so naturally to you. Really strange.
3: So... Obviously, I know Casualty film about four months in advance, so there's obviously a very strange time when sort of through the spring and the summer where the pandemic was going on, but obviously it wasn't being reflected on screen, even though it was an ED. So we know now that Casualty and Holby are both doing special coronavirus episodes. So do you think that's important to reflect what's been happening in the, in the, in the real world?
1: It's hugely important for, for Casualty and Holby to, um, you know, to reflect... These times, it's it's hugely re- uh, requisite because you know we are the flagship show, we are the the leading medical dramas on on you know UK television. So it's incumbent, you know, upon us to at least reflect those times. You know, you're talking about one of the most significant moments in history. Dare I even say that would rival some of the major conflicts that have happened in in you know in this in this country? Do you understand? Do you know we've never had anything like this and God, God willing, we never have something like this again. Mm. So, um, it, yeah, it's, yeah, it would be remiss of us not to, to acknowledge that, you know, and, and, it market to it. Uh, it's weird. I don't want to say you're paying homage to it because it's certainly not that, but you know, for all the people that have lost, you know, loved ones during this time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a must that we re- mm. reflected that. We had yeah, to. I
3: agree. I think not to reflect it would be, would be very strange.
1: It would be very strange. You can no way can you go onto a show as casualty or Holby City, you know. they shows with of such magnitude. To sort of just kind of ignore it and pretend like the world is just just getting on with it, if you will. Mm. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't have felt comfortable with that. So, um, yeah, yeah. And I think we, you know, we've uh, we actually shot that particular episode, you know, our first episode and um, you know, I think we've it's something special. It's been so it's a real a tearjerker roller coaster of an episode.
3: So, let's talk about that Jacob and Connie cliffhanger. A few weeks ago now, <laughs> but I know this is something that you and Amanda have been have been wanting. I think for for a while. So, what was your reaction when you you found out?
1: um uh, You know, I tried to jump onto the ceiling like Spider Man, but I failed <laughs> miserably. I was really, really really excited. I was really excited. I thought, yes, about damn time. You know. The 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 the, our, the audience, you know, have really uh, made their feelings very clear on social yep. media. You know that they wanted this to happen. You know, Joni, 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 Joni. It was like a mantra. Everybody was just gagging for this. So when we got wind that it was going to finally happen, you know, they were going to um, potentially reconcile. I was like, yeah, you know, and Amanda felt the same. You know what I mean? And we just knew we we're going to definitely give them some, give the orders what they want.
3: I mean, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because they broke up about four. Years ago, I couldn't believe it. Actually, I had to look that up at the time. It was 2016, (laughs) and they haven't really had much to do with each other since, have they? They've sort of been going down different, very different paths. So it's been a long time coming.
1: It has been a long time. I mean, absolutely. They, they've, uh, you know, they're kind of in a way. It's funny, isn't it? Relationships sometimes, but not sometimes. It's quite binary. Either you remain friends, or you just completely distance yourself. It's one of the two. That's how relationships, a broken up relationships, long term relationships tend to, to, to go. And um, in their case, they've decided that, you know what, yes, we're working in the same environment. Jacob has decided not to move on or go to another hospital. He loves working in Holby. And as far as he's concerned, we're going to make this work. We're both adults, we're both professionals and we'll get on with it. And they have been, you know, cordial and respectful to each other. Remain friends as best possible, and 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 that's just how it's been since. You know what I mean? They have to work in recess, you know, and they cross each other's paths and the corridors yeah. and whatnot, whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, that's so. Really, in many ways, they've just gotten on with it.
3: I mean, she's very much the one that got away. I think for Jacob, isn't she? Do you think that there was always something there for him, Absolutely. even when he was dating other people? Do you think she was still the? The
1: one. Connie was always the main flame for Jacob, one hundred percent, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Regardless, and I think in many ways, <laughs> I think that Connie, you know, definitely thought that. Yeah, there'd be that little modicum of jealousy if you were, but you know, still thinking herself, you know, but I was the one though. I'm Neo. I'm Neo. I'm Neo. I'm, Neo. I'm the one. There's that okay. All those other ones are just <laughs> like side chicks. You know what I mean? You know, I'm I'm the main. I'm the main. I'm the queen bee. You it's know, me, yeah. so yeah, definitely J- for Jacob, Connie has been the one that he he really truly fell in love with, and and I think that was the case with, with Connie as well.
3: So, what do you think? Million dollar question here, but what do you think the future holds for them when we see them again in a few months' time?
1: Man, it's a million dollar question. I wish I wish I knew it, so I could spend that million. I tell you that, um, um, <laughs> you know, I I, I want to believe in my heart that uh, they will. Be able to forge a long term relationship. I want to believe in my heart that um, you know Jacob will propose to to Connie and 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 you know and they have a wonderful wedding and and you know and maybe have another you know she, get, Connie decides to have another kid. In my world, that's what I want. You understand? But we are once again talking about casualty. So you know, I mean, we you know with these guys, it's all about drama, baby drama. Nothing is ever straight, smooth sailing. Come on, so. As much as I want it, I'm preparing myself for for some kind of horrible scenario that just takes the situation left and it's just going to go all up in smoke in some shape or form. Unfortunately, I'm trying to be positive, but I still have to be sceptical because it's happened so many times in the past. Yeah, they've gone back and forth so many times their relationship is very complicated. It's very complicated. You know, you have one that has commitment issues. Uh, the other is very headstrong, you know, and and um, yeah, sometimes that that combination that energy can clash at times. Mm. And unfortunately, with them, that's been the case. But who knows? Maybe in the new season, um, you know, they may be able to fix their differences and find yeah. a medium. I hope so. <laughs> then
3: there'll be a helicopter crash like last time, and it'll all go all
1: go wrong again. <laughs> all go wrong again. I know, man. Damn that flipping helicopter! I can't believe it. Can you believe that? <laughs> Blame the, mess helicopter. the up. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm blaming the helicopter, absolutely. Definitely. That <laughs> hell of helicopter Better not come back in my sight. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: never want to see a helicopter again. I never
1: want to see it again. I never want to see a rotor blade. I don't want to see nothing. I, that's it. Done. <laughs> me.
3: So we've kind of just touched on this, but what do you think is in store for Jacob? Sort of in, in the long term, so like into next year.
1: I think what we'll see in store with Jacob is... Um, you know, of course, a lot of medical drama saving lives for sure. Um, I believe that you know, Jacob is a man that is definitely he's searching for peace. I think he's he's you know, the kind of life that Jacob has led, and um, you know, he's checkered past, you know, having a really um, um, fictitious, really bizarre relationship with his parents, um, particularly his mother. You know, Jacob was just wanted to be loved. He's really sought love. And, um, you know, and the closest he got to that was with with Connie. So I think that in many ways over this period, I think Jacob will still be looking for that. Hopefully he's, like I said, once again found it with Connie. Um, I think that Jacob obviously right now is really reveling in his new position or, like I said, the revisiting of his position as, uh, you know, staff and as manager. And um, I think with him, it's about just cementing that, Um, and really just trying to, I guess, leave as much of a legacy as he can career-wise. I think that he'd be focusing on that and just really just being a great, yeah, just being a great, great nurse, man. That's what I think will happen. But of course, I think there'll be action along the way, you know what I mean, and... Always the way. A lot of passionate kissing and and you know and all that all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Stuff that I find really hard to do, but I'm getting there. I'm
3: getting (laughs) (laughs) pushing through.
1: (laughs) I'm pushing through. I'm gonna get there.
3: (laughs) So, casualty is 35 next year. Believe it or not. I mean, yeah, I know. It's mad, isn't it? So, what do you think is the secret to its
1: Longevity. I think is longevity. It has been a last a long time. Thirty five years, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's surreal. I think I was around about 11, 12 when I first first aired. Uh, you know, uh, I, I I think it, the, the secret to success is the fact that it touches on real life issues and it doesn't mm. shy away from them. It 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 actually challenges them. It takes it takes it challenges them head on, uh, not beating around the bush. Um, we're talking about all forms of issues, whether it be domestic violence, whether it be a terminal illness, um, you know, uh, dealing with, uh, you know, (laughs) epidemics. It's ready to deal with them. You see what I mean? This is real life issues. This is something that that the the everyday man, everyday woman can relate to. Um, The everyday man or woman has experienced or knows somebody that's gone through that. Do you know what I mean? And we try to be as organic and as real as possible with them. You know, we heighten the drama a little bit, of course, as you do. That's, is a medical drama, after all. But I think that's at the fulcrum of it. It's about dealing with this reality. This is what happened. There's all of these things, all of these storylines that you've seen, all of these episodes are all steeped from something that has actually happened. There's nothing superfluous. There's nothing fake or exaggerated or embellished. Yeah. They have really happened in real life. So as a result, it's compelling viewing. And I think audiences just can't help keep their eyes off it. As a result,
3: do you have any idea what they'll um, do to market? Hopefully, not another helicopter crash because <laughs> we don't want
1: that. Whoa. Who knows, man? I mean, yeah, we don't want the helicopter thing—that's for sure, most <laughs> definitely. I mean, they—who knows? They—they they may market with a wedding, a white wedding. I don't know who is it going to be. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm No joke. I don't know. I don't. I <laughs> Give don't me everyone know. ideas
3: now. Yeah,
1: I know. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to send you up for the wrong—you know—the wrong garden path. No. I, I, I can imagine it would be another huge, you know, cataclysmic accident, you know, and obviously um, all hands on deck with this wonderful team, Holby team. I would imagine it'd be something of that nature, you know. You know, one thing is casualty does is it never fails to disappoint. It's always going to yeah. give you that. A lot of REMs, you know, rapid eye movement. It's going to be action-packed in that sense. So, uh, yeah, I think casualty is going to do what they always do, you know. Keep you on your edge of your seat, on your toes. It's
3: got a lot to live up to. The helicopter crash was great. We're only cross with it because it split. Connie and Connie and Jake come up. Just disclaimer
1: 100%. We're there. <laughs> exactly. 100% soft. You're on the same page. I love that. I like, I like, I like what you've done there. It's true. Exactly that. Exactly that. We don't want the helicopters. I'm really, really, like I've become helicopter phobic now if there's such a <laughs> heliphobic i'm hella heliphobic. <laughs> i'm
0: heliphobic the
1: words, yeah that's it yeah that's yeah we yeah, that yeah, put putting the te- text textbooks in the dictionaries now yeah, heliphobic like so yeah, uh, yeah we're gonna to have to avoid that one but um yeah yeah I, I think it'll be definitely something along those lines you know in terms of just action-packed action-packed definitely
3: exciting Harrowing stuff
1: watch mm. this space yeah watch this space <laughs> and i hope Very at the quick. center of it
3: Yes, you are. we hope. We hope that there's a wedding that Connie and Jacob yeah, um, walk off into the sunset.
1: I'm telling you, this is really strange. I'm, also, I'm not used to having this facial, honestly. Viewers at home, please make no mistake, this is only temporary. I will grow my facial hair back. Put it in the campaigns on Twitter. Jacob will facial hair back.
0: <laughs>
3: when did you shave it off? For everyone who can't see, um, Charles has got rid of his beard.
1: Yeah. You won't be able to see that. Absolutely. No, they won't be able to see it. I mean I'm highlighting it now, and I no, no, no. Take that part out. Um yeah, I took it off about a couple of weeks ago. Did you? Was it for filming purposes or did you just
3: have
1: enough of it? Absolutely for filming purposes, man. I'm a beard man. I'm a I'm a beard man all the way, you know what I mean? So yeah, having to take this off was difficult. I haven't seen my top lip in this shape for a good number of years
3: very very quickly you were um, on Strictly a couple of years ago came sick very <laughs> very impressive uh, yes. have you kept the dancing up all important question
1: oh I've kept the dancing up from Strictly definitely you know in the nightclub um, <laughs> I don't know this was yeah, pre lockdown I was in the clubs doing all the moves man I'm telling you it was one of the b- best feelings knowing that I could burst into a jive you know or, or, or a waltz or you know um um do a bit of salsa, do you know what I mean? The figure eights, so I was able to just do these steps that I was instinctively trying to do, but now I know how to do them. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 just a I've really enjoyed the fact that I have all of these dance steps in my head now. So yeah, when I'm on the dance floor, I'm I'm pulling them all out now.
3: Never never leaves you,
1: does it? No, nah, it never leaves me, do you know what I mean? So I can't wait for the dance floor to be open up again, you know, whenever that's gonna be. Yeah. But right now I'm doing I'm doing them at home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brilliant. Thank you so much, Charles. It's great speaking to
1: you. You're very welcome. You too, Sophie, man. You too. Pleasure. All right.
4: Bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
0: and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
2: Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that, um, that conversation with Charles. Sophie, it sounds like he was a, a real um, kind of joy to speak to, very kind of friendly guy, um, which is always nice.
3: Yeah, very friendly. I think he actually forgot that we couldn't see him. Well, you're not going to be able to see him when this goes out. He was talking <laughs> about his, the fact that he'd got rid of his beard.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> so he was, very, he was very freshly shaven. That is part of a story that you'll see when Casualty returns later, at, well, at, at some later date.
2: That's funny. Well, speaking of things returning and and kind of what's in um, in store for us, I think it's probably time that we look at some spoilers. Um, This is the part of the show where we kind of do a deep dive into the spoilers for Emmerdale, EastEnders, Corrie and Hollyoaks. Um, This week we're looking at the week from the 19th to the 23rd of October. Um, And shall we start with EastEnders?
3: I think so, and that sounds like a good idea. So first up in EastEnders, we're going to talk about the ongoing Mm. saga of Raymond and Phil's determination to get custody of him again
2: yeah I mean I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this now um I was I was I think I was one of those people that I, I couldn't quite when Denise when all the stuff with Denise was unfolding and I was like that surely they're not bringing surely this isn't Raymond surely we're not doing surely I because I kind of have blanked out the whole Denise Phil thing from, from yeah, my I think, mind
3: I think most people have haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing you can do
2: yeah um so yeah that's, it's exciting so yeah Denise as we've seen kind of Phil decide that he wants to get more involved in, in Raymond's life and sees this as an opportunity, it seems, to kind of rebuild something like a family. Um, and so he, Denise finds out that he's been trying to get in touch with Raymond and trying to see Raymond um, and manages to get Ellie to cut them off. Um,
3: yeah. I mean, the problem is is that Phil wants a full-time custody mm. of him again. And, you know, as we know, Phil's record, yes. track record, isn't exactly squeaky clean. Yeah. so. <laughs> Yeah, so he's going to be told next week that by Richie, you know, the trusty yeah. Mitchell lawyer. Yeah, Classic Richie.
2: Richie.
3: Yeah, always comes in, in, a, in a crisis. <laughs> but yeah, she tells him that, you know, really and truly, it's not looking likely. I mean, um,
2: like you said, Sophie, yeah. I, I could have told him that. I could have told think- him that. There's no court exactly. in the world, Phil, that's going to be like, yeah, sure, Phil Mitchell, you can have um, full custody <laughs> over this kid.
3: <laughs> yeah, everything else is forgotten, and here's your here's yeah. your child. So he's going to be involving Callum. Obviously, oh. we've seen already Callum is quite eager to help, but is also under the thumb of Di Thompson, his boss at the police force. I know,
2: poor poor baby sweet Callum. I just don't oh, know. You love He's just like trapped in between a proper rock and a hard place. Where I don't know why he's got himself in this situation. Yeah, between Thompson and then Phil on either side, and and he seems. I, I just can't see a world in which this doesn't end up with him being, you know, way way over in way over his head.
3: I know he's definitely getting in too deep, isn't he? And I think he's going to be doing some digging next week. He's going to be making some discoveries about. Ellie, we can't reveal that, yeah.
2: but yeah, it seems think- like Phil's aim is to kind of prove if he can't get custody of Raymond, he wants to prove that Ellie's kind of unfit to be a parent. Yeah. And so yeah, Callum's gonna do some digging for him, um, without and try not to kind of be noticed by Thompson, but it seems like yes, things kind of quickly escalate there.
3: I know, so unlike Callum, isn't he? Mm. Isn't it? It's um it's not in keeping with his personality at I all, know. really. but yeah we'll have to see I think it looks like he's going to be getting in too deep unfortunately
2: Um, and then elsewhere on the square um, other couples in trouble Um, we've got um, the situation with Habiba and obviously last week we saw yeah last week we saw um, Jags kind of be kicked out or or arrested Mm -hmm. um, which I think we were we spoke about being kind of gutted about because he's a great character yeah um, and so we're going to see some more of the fallout of this this week. Um, Habiba kind of takes this 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 word, has this word with Ash where she's like, you know, you should be supporting your brother in court. Um, and she kind of ends up just being kind of really angry and devastated that the that the Panasars aren't um, kind of standing up or, or, or kind of turning up for their brother. Um, yeah,
3: definitely. I mean, Ash is obviously feeling really guilty because mm-hmm. she knows that what's happened to Jags, I mean, he's left now. We don't see yeah. him again. She knows that what's happened to him is wrong, but... Habiba isn't aware of that, so she just sees yeah. it as them all turning their back on him, yeah. and it's all very difficult, especially for Ikra, because she's yes. now got to decide where her loyalties lie.
2: Yeah, it's all going to come to a head, I think, from what we know that with Habiba kind of basically tying to Ikra and saying you have to choose between me or Ash. Like she's betrayed her brother, Ash has to kind of get out, and you have to choose. Yeah, she kind of gives Ikra this ultimatum about you know her sister or her her girlfriend. So we shall see how that pans out.
3: Yeah, it's not ideal, is it?
2: No. Um, and then the big, I guess, I mean, quite a few things happening on in the square this week. But yeah, the big, I guess, the big thing that we're, we've got our eye on is that another ongoing saga of, of uh, Stacey and, and Ruby.
3: Yes. So this one is a strange one. So they've obviously <laughs> fallen out in a big way. Ruby has married Martin, which Stacey's a little bit gutted about. But next week, Stacey's a little bit loose tongued, shall mm. we say, in front of Lily, who's listening in. And she repeats what Stacy obviously Stacy and Ruby have been friends for a very, very long time, and Stacy knows kind of how to hit Ruby where it hurts, yeah. sort of where it comes to her dad, and Lily goes and repeats everything to Ruby just when it looks like their friendship could be rekindled. Salvaged. Yeah. 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 So um that's a little bit of a, a shame, <laughs> shall we say? And then by the end of the week, I mean, it's all—it's all very difficult for Stacey because obviously Ruby's got a lot of money, a lot of power, a lot more contacts. So she feels that she's
2: yeah. Ruby's become this kind of like powerhouse in the in the square. It's quite interesting to have seen over the yeah. past like eighteen months. She's really come into her like she has all these connections, obviously, with different characters. But yeah, she's kind of become this kind of big, this big businesswoman, and then also obviously all of her kind of shady dealings. It's it's mm. interesting.
3: Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to the children, Stacey's children, I think. She's worried that Ruby has the the power and the ability yeah. to take them away and she heads over to confront her at the club, but en route she is attacked mm. by a hooded figure.
2: It's been a while since we've had like a mysterious attack <laughs> in Albert Square, so I think we were probably yeah. overdue one.
3: Definitely. And I think the the question is, well, you'll, you'll find out in the episode, mm. but who is responsible? Is it something mm. to do with Ruby or is it just one big coincidence? Yeah, because I think there's doesn't.
2: also... Um, I, we know that Cush has got some kind of issues with some debts, mm. and so there's kind of a few potential suspects up in the air. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see um, to the end of next week to find out exactly what's what's in store.
3: Yeah, tune in. Thursday, Friday are, I think, the big episodes mm. there. Right, so shall we jump onto Hollyoaks? Yeah. Because we are heading into... Well, no, we are in Hollyoaks' anniversary week mm. next week, which is really exciting. So the big story playing out, well, there's two big stories, but we'll start with the McQueen blackmail plot, which is all very sinister, isn't it?
2: Yes. I mean, we spoke about it last week of being this kind of like very funny, um, was not funny, but like Halloween, kind of spooky yeah. Halloween storyline, which is quite fun. Um, with this creepy doll and these threatening kind of letters,
3: yeah. So this doll's got some beef on them, really. Like, you know, it seems it appears to know all their secrets. I mean, mm. it could be anyone, and they could know any number of things. But the yeah. first secret that sort of unravels is sil- involving Silver and the fact that mm. he killed Breeder, his mum. I mean, it was in self defence, but unfortunately, it
2: was, yeah, it was Breeder. So you know,
3: exactly, exactly, evil Breeder. But yeah, unfortunately, yeah. he gets arrested and. Yeah, it's 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 game on, really. Yeah, they don't know who it is, and they, they, the clock is ticking.
2: Yeah, the doll kind of, I, it, from what we've seen this week, the doll is going to kind of reveal one secret at a time, potentially um, over the next couple, over the next few weeks. And yeah, it, it threatens to kind of out silver. They think they've got the better of it, and then we end up in the like you say by the end of the week, Silvers so um, been arrested. So yeah,
3: and Mercedes is determined, as Mercedes often <laughs> is, to tackle it. Head on, not be afraid. And they they end up having this sort of bizarre party. I don't really yes. understand why you'd have a party in these circumstances, <laughs> but they do. And then this, this mysterious culprit is a watching on.
2: Yeah, we've seen this great... Um great photos the great kind of spoiler photo of um them all having a little uh, boogie in the hutch with um someone <laughs> kind of creepily looking on through the window so yeah it'd be fun to see kind of what how this plays out
3: yeah it's all, all very sinister isn't it just in time as you say for halloween
2: and then the other big um holly kind of anniversary storyline um is the return the shot honestly the shock return of Kurt um jeremy edwards is back on the show um he i mean I vaguely remember this, but obviously he was, you know, he was cut, left the show, you know, 20 years ago now, back in yeah, 1999, 1999. Yeah, And he, he kind of died off screen, as they say, um, on a jet ski, in a jet ski accident while he was travelling. Yeah, um, But I he's mean, back.
3: Exactly, he's back. We never saw his body, which is mm-hmm. often <laughs> often a little bit of a clue in yes. soaps. But yeah, he's back. And it looks like he could be sticking around. We spoke to Sarah Jane Dunn. You'll hear her interview in next week's yes. episode. And we got a bit of... Gossip on that, but yeah, that's um, that's a big one. I think that's a, yeah,
2: that's a big she, one. He seems like the first thing he does is kind of um, reunite with Tony, his best friend, um, yeah. who's, who's still still in the show, um, of course. Um, and uh, and yeah, there's some quotes from Jer- from Jeremy Edwards, like I say, who plays Kurt, going around where he's. Talking about how he's been on the the character's been on the run for a long time and he kind of wants to come back to his old life, so yeah, he looks like he's be, he'll be sticking around, yeah. and yeah, like and also, like you said, Sophie, we had a great conversation with um Sarah Dane Dunn, who plays Mandy, and um, which you'll hear next week on Friday, the anniversary. And she talks a little bit about what it was like kind of having some of those old, older cast members come back, and um, so yeah, it's a really good conversation. So I would definitely, if you're a Hollyoaks fan, um, look out for that one,
3: yeah, tune in next week, but yeah, those scenes look look great, and apparently, they were great fun to film, yeah. so that should be really exciting if you're a, a long-term Holly X fan definitely. as well as a newer one. Definitely, definitely. Right, moving on to Corey, where mm. it's, another, it's another tricky one, really. Well, should we start with Todd? Yes. He's very much back in Weatherfield, but he's going to be unsurprisingly causing a lot of trouble for Billy and poor Paul.
2: I know. I mean, from uh, Ben and Callum to... Uh, Ikra to but you know, Billy, it's not a good time to be in a same sex relationship in, in soapland this week, it doesn't seem like. Because, yeah, no. um, Paul's uh, Todd's come back, like you said, and and kind of we knew this was going to happen, but it seems like he's he's really here to stir up some trouble between um, Billy and Paul.
3: Yeah, so he wastes no time in winding Paul up and really making him feel quite insecure about his relationship with Billy, I think. Paul starts to think that really he is second best and mm. Billy like the love of Billy's life is Todd and I think that's slightly implied after yes. Billy has a conversation with Todd and even though he stays loyal to Paul he leaves and we see tears in his eyes mm. suggesting that he is still holding a torch for Todd
2: and we and you know what we've seen of Todd so far back on the on the street is that like he's not here to kind of mess around. He's here to scheme oh no. and, and do and do various nefarious things. And this would be another kind yeah. of um yeah scheme that he's got up to would be to try and split them up. So expect to see more drama um with that as it unfolds next week, definitely.
3: Yeah, definitely. And speaking of drama, mm. very sadly there is more turbulence on the way in the ongoing Leanne Oliver plot. Mm, so yes. next week Nick has this offer from Natasha who really kindly wants to help the Oliver's fund for legal fees and and treatment.
2: Yeah, she wants to donate um well the character wants to donate 20,000 pounds to the fund which is pretty um yeah. Pretty pretty generous of her.
3: Definitely, but I think Nick Nick doesn't tell Leanne and there's a reason for that and that is that he just doesn't think that there's any real any hope. Hope at this stage. Mm. Yeah. And that's obviously when Leanne finds out that Natasha has offered this money and Nick hasn't told her that's Really devastating for her, and she thinks that nick 's given up on oliver completely
2: yeah it's it 's been such a sad um, obviously seeing this this storyline play out has just been so kind of um, sad over the past few weeks, and it just seems like it 's not going to end kind of unfortunately isn 't like it 's going to end happily anytime soon um, no it 's really real sad
3: yeah and Steve comes back abroad from abroad next week as well, and he hasn 't got good news unfortunately, I think the doctors don 't Think that Oliver's case is worth taking over there. Yeah, um, so, yeah it's a really, really difficult one. But they—they are all doing. The actors are just, just doing yeah, such I, a. Yeah, I was just going to say.
2: Um, you know, a huge credit to um, Jane Danson and and uh mm. and Ben Simon. Price for yeah and, yeah. yeah and Simon and Ben Price just for kind of the performances in this um this story and have just been you know top notch for for weeks now. So it's it's there a real, real credit to the show.
3: Yeah, it's really dividing the audience as well. I've been mm. seeing loads of different opinions on. Twitter, especially there's a scene last week with Tracy where where she told Steve that she wasn't going to be selling her business to help, mm. and I think you know she that was lots of people were agreeing with her points, but it's a really difficult. Yeah, it's a, a really, really it's yeah one.
2: it's it's a really interesting it's a really kind of interesting storyline with lots of different. Kind of angles and involving lots of people's kind of faves from the show in lots of ways. Yeah. So yeah, seeing them all kind Absolutely. of interacting this way has been yeah really compelling TV.
3: Right, and finally, last but as always yes. not least, Definitely we have Emma least. Dale. Yeah, so the big talking point in Emma Dale really is to do with the ongoing mm. hit and run saga involving involving Jamie Tate. <sighs> where that's
2: my, that's my Jamie Tate sigh oh, as he kind no. of c- continues to get away with this.
3: Yeah, you see the mood sort of go down. <laughs> Are you talking? <laughs> oh dear! But yeah, so Belle is really struggling. She's t- off, come off her medication, mm. and I think that you know there's lots of concern about how she's going to cope if she ends up going to prison. Yeah. And then we see Nate step up. He cares about her. He's he sort of learns about her history with mental health, and offers to take the rap. But obviously, he has a baby on the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's um. It's it's it'll be interesting to see how this how this goes. Like we've seen the kind of the dingles rally round Bell as as they know the truth, and and I think lots of people, lots of I mean, there's there's a quote from um, the actor that plays Nate talking about how uh, you know the, one of the the fallout of him kind of doing this making this offer is that like Kane kind of is impressed, and like it's just interesting to see yeah, like I say the fam, that family rally round rally round Bell, um, but yeah, we'll see whether whether it's a good idea from from Nate. To do this or not?
3: Yeah, and I don't think Tracy's going to be very happy. No, no which is fair enough, really. Well, exactly. I think she sees it as him choosing the Dingles over yeah. their the little family unit, and so yeah, he's going to be very torn. So, what mm. is he going to do? Wait and see.
2: <laughs> and then speaking of um, Dingles, um, on the other side of the of the of the farm, as it were, um, <laughs> we kind of—I mean, if you cast your mind back, um, I guess this would have been like three weeks, weeks now. Yeah. We ch- we, sp- we spoke to Lisa Riley about. Um, the kind of ongoing Paul, uh, Mandy, Vinny situation and what and what was going to come from that. And it seems like, as we sort of predicted then, that um, Paul's kind of villainous turn is definitely kind of underway, um, as we see this week, that um, he's definitely started kind of gambling again, which we sort of already knew. Um, and Vinny's going to kind of discover, discover evidence that he's been stealing to feed that gambling habit. Um, and then obviously, at the end of the week, it looks like there's going to be some sort of kind of violent confrontation between the two, sadly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's all going to get very dark, isn't it? So yeah, he steals from Ellis, causing a big fight between Ellis and Billy, and then yeah, by the end of the week he lashes out at Vinny, which is shocking, really. Isn't yeah, it?
2: really shocking. Yeah, I would definitely recommend if you haven't listened to that um, our interview with Lisa Riley to go back and listen to because she said some interesting things about Paul then and kind of just talks about how you know where where. Mandy's kind of um blinkers are on when it comes to Paul and, and, you know, she she is she gonna be able to see through his lies and, and what it will take to kind of um for that to happen so I would definitely recommend having a quick listen to that if you haven't
3: yeah it all makes sense as well because she was mm. giving like some teasers into the future which is kind of now We're, mm. we are in that future <laughs> so yes definitely go definitely go find that one if you're an Emma Delphine yeah. and give it a listen
2: yeah um, and with that I think that's all the spoilers um, we've got for this week I mean it's a pretty if, you've, if you're if you with us this far it's a pretty um, grim week for, for in Soapland yeah. it seems like we've got lots of lots of confrontations which hopefully will mean We've got some kind of um, resolutions across the different shows in the next few weeks. I think. I mean, the stuff stuff in Eastenders is still up in the air, but it looks like, from my point of view, certainly in Emmerdale, we're kind of get and Hollyoaks to a certain degree, we're getting to kind of some really of juicy finales Um, so we'll have to keep an eye on all of those things and obviously next week we'll be digging into the next lot of of spoilers but yeah exciting times
3: yep and as always let us know what you think and Mm. what you are most looking forward to
2: yeah definitely yeah um, you can let us know um, on Twitter by going to at Soapscoop you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Digital Spy Soaps and if you want to recap on any of the spoilers that we talked about you can always head over to digitalspy.com slash soaps um, where Sophie and the team kind of uh, write up all of the the juiciest tidbits so you know kind of what's happening and when it's coming to screens
3: indeed and yeah in the meantime don't forget to subscribe leave Mm. us a review leave us any feedback and we will see you next week
2: thanks guys see you soon bye
4: planning (laughs) for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince